And hello, this is Mandy Nolan. This is Ellen Briggs. We're back. I know, and this is our new podcast that we're going to be bringing to you once a week and we're calling it The Biscuit Tin. The Biscuit Tin. What sends you to The Biscuit Tin, Mandy? Um, Well, I would say there's probably most things that happen during the day go to The Biscuit Tins. And when we talk about The Biscuit Tin, we're talking about the tin with the biscuits (laughs) and what makes you eat the biscuits. Like it's... It's what you need, you know. It's what happened in your week. Some, yeah. Some some people some people hit the wine bottle. Some people hit the biscuit. Hit the heroin needle. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hit the biscuits. Do in. do hit. The I biscuit. hit the biscuits in when I'm sad, when I'm stressed, when I'm happy, angry, tired, all sorts of things. Oh yeah. There's a lot of biscuit hitting. You're not much of a biscuit eater, but you get the concept. I get the concept of, the of hitting the biscuits. Tin. I used to be a biscuit eater. Mm. And then um, I'm actually not as – it's funny, I love sweet food and then I stopped eating sugar and now I I don't like it. Mm. I can look at someone eating dessert and have no desire whatsoever. That's good. I know. It is good. I I can look at – I used to be able to look – I look at desserts and I would just go to pieces. Mm. Um, But since I – when I stopped sugar, I just – it's gone. It's gone. The love of the biscuit. But not the tin. You still love the tin. I still love the tin. Because you can get some nice biscuit tins. <laughs> you can, I've got a lot of tins. <laughs> but when we're talking about that, I'd have to say what's the image of the biscuit tin this week is I'm, I went on a cleanse this week. Ah, oh, yes, you did. How's that going? Day five. Yeah. Uh, pretty clean. So uh, what are you doing? What, what's your cleanse? Well, to tell you the truth, I'm. it's my friend's cleanse and she's a really lovely naturopath. But there was so much to read and I didn't have time, so I kind of skimmed it. I skimmed it a bit. So, and it was a huge shopping list of stuff and lots of instructions. And she gives you all this wonderful, like, coaching every day oh, on audio. I hate all that stuff. Well, yeah, she's so great and she's really good. But I just I haven't had time. So I've had to actually, I can feel it. I feel really good. Yeah. But um, so basically, you drink a lot of water. Yes. And lots of fiber. And every day it's a bit different how you alter your diet. But I'm pretty well being vegan. Right. Um, for five days, just and no grains, no anything so like that. So fruit and vegetables. Just really, just fruit and vegetables is all I'm eating. No nuts. Uh, you can have some nuts. Have That's some about nuts. it. Okay. Nuts. Um, I think you can have a few pulses here and there, um, but that's about it. And um, I can have herbal tea. And uh, look, I don't think it's on the list, but I have had coffee with oat milk once a day okay. and a cup of tea with oat milk because I went. Just not going to get through the day. I mean, I know mm. I'm I'm cheating on my cleanse, um, but it does allow you one glass of red wine a night oh. if so, you want to. You know, but Are you, you having that and your coffee. Yep. Yeah, but not always the red wine. Yeah, like sometimes a few nights I've got, I'm just going to have nothing. I mm. don't feel like it. So it's actually been good. But what was a bit um, bad on the biscuit tin, Ellen? You know, because I'm trying to be really good and I'm trying to break. Because when you when we're touring and all over the place, you just all my good patterns have gone. Yes. All the great ones of exercise, my I was really good. I get back on the scales, put all the weight back on that I lost. Yeah, me too. It's all back on. And I felt And so is the cleanse gonna help you? Is this like a bit of a kickstart? I think it'll give me a reset. Yeah. If anything, it's just cut out some of the bad habits that I've developed. Yeah. And I have. Yeah. But it does depress you after a while. I get tired of it. I get tired of the yo yo up, down, up, down. And I that would have made that was my biscuit tin this week when I felt good about myself for actually sticking to something, not drinking. And I and I've been sneaky smoking. 
He's not mm. that sneaky. You know I've been sneaky smoking because yeah. I'm not that sneaky about it. And I was sneaking a cigarette here and there and I'd kind of bum them off people. And then I got to the point where I thought I'll just buy a packet so I'm not a bum and I won't smoke them except when I'm out. But then I was like, I wasn't smoking a lot, maybe one a day, two a day, unless I was somewhere where I drank something and then I would have seven or eight. <laughs> and then one day I went, I'm buying a packet of cigarettes once a week. Oh, and so it I wasn't went, so sneaky anymore. No, that's actual smoking, I think. Yeah, so, it is. That's <laughs> actual smoking. <laughs> You're right. Actual smoking. So part of all of this is I've, I've um, it's been about four or five weeks, four weeks probably. Good on you. Nice smoke. Well, I might have had, th- I haven't bought any and I might have accidentally bummed about four or five in that time. That's good. But I'm not buying ciggies and I'm not, like I haven't had one now for about 10 days. Good on you. And I'm really trying to not to be really good. And then when you get on the scars, you know when you're good, Ellen? Yeah, and you want to lose all the weight. In a, in a couple of today. days. No. I, I was good today. Why haven't I lost And I got on the scales and I wanted the scales to say, you know what, Mandy, you rock. And it just went, Mandy, you're fat. Say <laughs> <laughs> so nothing. No. no change. Well, I hadn't actually weighed myself because what I, do you do that thing when you know, oh, wait, it's me putting my things there. When, when, you, when you know you've put weight on, I just don't get on the scales. No, of course not. Yeah, you wouldn't get on them. No, or you don't put your jeans on. No, you don't. No way. No way. This you, wear the, you wear the house dress. I don't even approach. So <laughs> I've been doing that jeans avoidance because I look at them and I don't know they won't yeah. do up or whatever. But, you know, it's coming into winter. I know. I want to get back in my jeans. Mm. And uh, it was just, it was kind of, it was hard going like, it's really depressing actually. It's hard not to feel shit. down on yourself yeah, when you do shit. that. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. For everything you achieve, when you can't stabilise a weight, that's healthy. Yeah. We're not talking about being super thin. We're just talking about the weight we battle to get off. Like yeah. I, I lost about 12 kilos and I put it all back on. Yeah. Every kilo. I thought I might have put eight on. Yeah. But I put every kilo back on. No, I didn't even, I went the whole hog. At yeah. least I didn't go more. Well, I did too, Mandy, if it makes you feel better. I feel so much better. Yeah. Because if you hadn't put the kilos <laughs> on. <laughs> if you See, if you had gone the opposite, <laughs> isn't it weird? Even though I don't want you to be fat, I'd feel worse about myself. Oh, yeah. you'd, not because you'd you're. Hate me. I wouldn't hate you. No, I wouldn't hate you. I'd just make me go, oh. Yeah, no. So it's better that, you know, because otherwise it just rubs in how pathetic you are. Yeah. It's really hard. Well, menopause has hit too. Maybe you've inspired me. Oh, fuck, it sticks like glue with menopause, doesn't it? I mean, the old days, to get a kilo off. Oh, just don't eat for a day. Yeah, or have a root for an hour. <laughs> you've never done that. For a cardio, just, you know, go on top, up and down, up and down, round and round, round the behind. Bit of cowboy out the back, uh, and you've lost a kilo. One kilo, yeah, yeah, it flies off. Uh, two kilos, have a shit. Uh, <laughs> not during the sex, obviously, but well, it does go. Yeah, some good. people do. I know that's a cost extra. Um, but <laughs> if you're charging, yeah. just as we don't. No, but it really, it's really, you know. So back at it again, and you do understand how hard you have to work. Now I'll, I'll go to all this effort. I'm sort of eating like a, I'm eating the food of. Like a, a rabbit. Yeah. And I'll probably lose one kilo during the whole process. I'm not sure it's the best way to lose weight. I'm not, you know doing, what all I'm doing? Yeah. I'm cutting out all the, the process, the stuff. process of all the stuff of that I've built back in. Yeah. Like, you know, that I've got to cut out. That sends you to the biscuit tin. That is the biscuit Everything tin. Everything sends me to the biscuit tin. Yeah. 
It is. That's the problem. There's some good bickies out there too. <laughs> ah, what's your favourite biscuit? This is going to make me eat more biscuits. Well, I was going to suggest we, we have a biscuit tin for this, but I went, no, oh, no. No. Oh, it's, no. It's a virtual biscuit tin. Yeah, it is a virtual. That's right. It's virtual. Yeah, it's virtual. So everyone can join in and dig in. Yeah, eat your imaginary biscuit. What's your, my favourite biscuit mm. is the chocolate scotch finger. Yeah, that's quite nice because it's got mm. finger and chocolate mm. and scotch. <laughs> Two of your favourite, three of your favourite <laughs> things. <laughs> Got all the good things. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't mind that. There's actually an Aldi biscuit which I really like too, which is that really thin square one. Don't know what it's called, like Lavazzo or oh or yes, my hairdresser has them. Larry going, yeah, Valentino or something like something yeah. like that. It's got a stupid name, yeah, but it's like a real flat biscuit with yeah. a flat milk chocolate on it. It's real nice. Nice. There's a well. I also like the. Speculars, which I don't know if that's oh how you say God, them. That but sounds when we like it was something you get a Paps meal yeah, with. When you when we lived in what Belgium, they had, it's like a spicy one, you know, like a cinnamon biscuit. Oh, okay, they're yummy. Oh. Anyway. That's not bad. I um, what about good things that are sent you to the biscuit tin? I was just thinking about melting moments, like someone that actually makes a proper melt, a homemade melting moment. What are they? The shortbread with yeah, and it just melts in your mouth like, like a moment. Do you don't like a melting moment? I don't really like shortbread. Don't you? No, I feel like it gets real, like, claggy in your mouth. You know, it's too, it's too much. That's the wrong shortbread. Oh. I have to tell you. Maybe I've never had good shortbread. There was a lady and she worked for my mum. She worked for my mum. She was an older lady. And as a child, because mum, I was brought up in the back of a hairdressing salon. Like, mm. not when we had a house. I had, you know, but I was there a lot because mum was on her own and working. And one of the ladies who I just loved, her name was something like Mrs. Jessup or something like that. Anyway... She made the most incredible shortbread. I can still taste it when I think about it. Mm. And it actually, it wasn't melting moment. It was just homemade shortbread. And when you ate it, it literally melted in your mouth. Just it was dissolved. N- zero clagging. Do you know what I mean about the clagging? No, but no clagging. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I know the clagging. It's but not good. That's not the best shortbread. No. That's a fail, not compared to this. This was, I've never tasted better shortbread. Wow. She died and her shortbread went with her. Oh, she never shared the recipe. I don't think she did. It was one of those ones wow. where everyone went, everyone would go, have you got, she would bring it. It was like she turned up with some sort of supply of something. And, you oh, know. and that was her power because yeah. she never shared it. Yeah, exactly. Good on her. So uh, anything good that happened this week? Um, isn't it funny because you can always remember the shit things that happened this week. Mm. Um, well, you do know one, you know, because you were there at the, my dog that got run over and then we had to bury him this week. Mm. Although that was Saturday. Um, that made me go to the biscuit tin yeah. when Elvis died. Oh, that was really sad. So sad. It's really sad when your dog dies. And I went a couple of times to post something on Facebook and I couldn't. I went, I can't do it. So I'm not ready to put it up there yet because I went. Because you know what's going to happen. People are going to say really lovely things and, and it's then, heartbreaking reading them. I know. That's it's what actually I know. really, really That's hard. That's I went. I went, I'm yeah. not ready yet. I've got to. Feel real. It's weird because the other night I walked past. It's really weird when your dog, my dog who's at 15 years old, um, called Elvis, um, got hit by a car last, I think it was about a week ago. It was, oh, we were in Melbourne, so we had to have him taken to the vet and put in the fridge until we got back so we could bury him, which is another weird thing that you do now. Because um, you don't want someone else putting your dog in a hole. No. I went, it seemed weird, but I went, no, you can't bury him. That's ours. Yeah. The thought I had of someone bury my cat once and I was almost wanted to dig it yeah, up no, and rebury it. You need that too. No closure. Yeah. Anyway, um, you know, it was, you know, it, it was, what was I talking about? It was just, oh, I walked past him 
in the there's an area where he sits all the time near my office, and weirdly, did this happen with Nelson when Nelson died? I saw him sitting there mm. exactly, like exactly saw him, and I just went, oh hello boy. In my mind, I looked at him and clocked him as I would as I go to the office, and then I went, oh, he wasn't there. I just I saw something in the same shape, and my eyes made yeah. the dog. Yeah. And then I went back out and went. And oh, it checked that makes and it you was sad. When it was just a coat. Yeah, it happened. It did happen to me a lot with Nelson, and also noises that I thought sounded like him. You right. know, like his kennel kind yeah. of moving with him in it because he was such a big dog, and he'd move in his kennel, and you'd hear him bashing around in there. And yeah, things like that, or just him. You know, just the noises that they make. Like you would notice how much quieter the house is now. Yeah, Elvis is gone. It's Even though he wasn't a noisy dog, even just his little footprints or his, you know, you're yeah. not hearing that now. His. Yeah, he no, was a yeah, bit of a. Yeah, in the middle of the night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they I've noticed his... that's gone. Yeah. <laughs> he's gone. Well, I hope you don't hear that now in the middle of the night. You're shit throat yourself. singing that he does. <laughs> so that. Um, but ta- beautiful funeral. That was really, was really very, very sweet I know. funeral. It was really nice. Yeah. Nice to, and the kids did a beautiful job. It's nice when kids do that. But what I did, a good thing about the week, I think, was um, my cleaners. Oh, they're back. I've got new cleaners. Yeah. Because the other ones didn't come back. And I know this sounds terrible, but I, I will never lose gratitude for what it feels like when someone has cleaned your house. Yeah. And they've done a beautiful job and it, and it, and it just it feels so good. Like when you're really busy and you haven't got time to do it and you walk back out and it's everything's perfectly dusted and cleaned. Oh. Oh, my God. That actually does. That, that I actually feel that really makes a huge difference. Yeah. That's actually better than a massage for me. Like I love massage and that's better than a massage yeah. is, is having that done. I would done. love that. Oh. Tell you what, cleaning's not cheap anymore, Ellen. No. I'm paying a, a cheaper than usual rate of $40 an hour. Wow. But you know what? It's worth it because, you know, yeah. it's hard work. And it is hard work. You know, this whole yeah. expectation that we should be paying someone 20 or 25 bucks an hour yeah. to do um, to do a really hard job. And if you want it done well, 40s, you know, people have sometimes it's up to 50 bucks an hour. Wow. Well, good for them. I reckon. Yeah. I thought maybe we could, if it all goes to shit, we can start cleaning business. God, it's hard work. Can you imagine? Imagine, have, imagine how hard that would be if anyone out there does cleaning. How hard is it to clean other people's houses and then go home and go, now I've got to clean my house and I won't even get paid? Yeah. If you're a cleaner, you'd have to get a cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, could, I, I don't think I could do it. So what were your Biscuit Tin moments this uh, week, Biscuit Ellen? Tin. Um, well, I've just had one when you turned up to my house. I've been oh. rounding up a neighbour's cattle that have broken into my place. I have to say, when I turned up, Ellen had a few cows loose in her top paddock. <laughs> <laughs> Not just a metaphor. No. Actual cows. Actual. And then, of course, we've talked about my feud with the, the local farmer. They weren't his cows, but he came walking through the paddock and was going to help me. And did you accept his help? Well, no, I'd already done it, but I said... he. I said, I pulled up in the car and I, I said, oh, they're not your car, cows, are they? And he, he said, no, no, but I was just going to go and sort them out. That's why I moved mine, you know, so they would move along. And I went, oh, thanks. Look, I've just chased them off. And he goes, oh, no worries. Yell out if you need a hand. I think the, I think the olive branch has been... I think the olive branch has been extended. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Are you ready to let go of your hatred of that man? Um, yeah, I think I probably am. He's good. Hey, and I think he wants... It's exhausting. It's exhausting being. How long have you been angry? How many years? About seven. Seven years. 
Ellen, you get like seven years of flipping him the bird every time I see him. Wow, that that must have been terrifying for him to walk up to me today. Yeah, because you didn't know what he was going to get from you. No, imagine and if I've you'd got been the angry fucking dog hanging out the window. Yeah, Stanley just. Yeah, imagine if I was really said to him, "Get off my land." Imagine if you drove him out like a cow down the paddock, <laughs> or just drove and over and closed the gate. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, maybe maybe we've turned a new leaf, me and the farmer. So how how does one end up with cows that aren't yours in your paddock? How many? Um, there were about eight or nine. I took a photo. I can show you. <laughs> nice cows. I thought about keeping them. If if a cow that used to be you used to get hung for that. In Australia, if you stole cattle. But you were not stealing it. They're trespassing. Yeah, that's right. Find its keepers. Yeah, and it's if they're on your law. land, you go, well, and they're now my cows. You need a brand. You brand them. Yeah. A women like us brand. Women, yes, let's do that. <laughs> let's become, on their ass. Let's become vegan cattle rustlers. They're um, they're very expensive. It's good money in it. Oh, yeah. Like one cow's about, like a big cow is about $3,000. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's not bad that it pay a, pay a lot of cleaners with that. Pretty good. It's a holiday. <laughs> um, so that is one thing. What else has happened this week? Well, as as you also know, I'm living in a house, and this is going this is going to go on and on and on for the weeks through the Biscuit Tin podcast. Um, I'm living in a house that is being renovated. It's being renovated by my husband. Oh, isn't that a treat? So it's going, and he and he has a job now. Because when I asked you, Ellen. I said to Ella, how long is this going to take? And she said to me, three to four weeks. And I inside myself <laughs> went, you are fucking kidding yourself. <laughs> I went, mm, three to four months. I reckon top. it will be that. Yeah, it's going to be. Yeah. It, it's not going to be fast. No. Because anyone that knows, when you start tearing your house apart and doing and you're doing it pretty much, you're doing a whole kitchen, doing a refloors, doing a skirting board. It's like yeah. there's shit going on out there. Um. That's not well, three it to never four just, weeks. And it never just goes easily. You know, like the other day when we were pulling off skirting boards, we, we took them all off and, of course, part of the wall came away with it and there was rotten timber in the wall. So that had to be replaced before we could continue on. Then you had to get plaster and put plaster on. Then Alex is, like, doing, you know, the plastering, and a really terrible job. Oh, don't you wish you had a tradie that knew what they were doing? Oh, anyway, I said to him, just don't, don't keep going on that. When we get the plasterer in to do the proper plastering, he can do that as well. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. And then that night, because now there's all kind of holes around our doors and windows, our son Eden, who doesn't really speak much, there's nothing wrong with him, he just... Quiet. He's <laughs> just very laconic. He opened his bedroom drawer and went, there's a snake in my room. And we just kind of laughed and ignored him, which is what we do a lot with Eden. And he went, nah, there really is. <laughs> and there's a big, really big snake that had obviously come through one of those cracks. Wow. We don't normally get snakes in the house. I don't know. I quite like snakes, but it not in the house. It was a brown tree snake. For a brown tree snake, yes. Yeah. So Alex just went in and got it out. They're Which quite, isn't. Quite they're, lovely They're snakes. quite lovely. They're not, they're sort of, Ellen asked Ellen if it was toxic mm. and she said only if you stick your fingers down its throat. Yeah, their fangs are in the back of their throat Gee. where the poison is. So... If you, you know, so they, if they get a rat, they kind of get it in their mouth and then poison it. Then they poison it. So yeah. It's a very inconvenient place when you're, when you're a snake. Yeah. Think about being a snake front. and you're going, they you're hanging out with cartoons. the other snakes and you go, your superpower is the ability to kill shit, mm. but you have to fillet it. <laughs> <laughs> it and and imagine like, like all the others are like, 
with their big yeah. snaky fangs and he goes with his big gummy mouth. I know, and he's going, oh, come on, can I get, yeah. he's going to try to get, get it. Can you please put your, put your finger please. in? <laughs> put your finger in. Yeah, I'll fight you. I know. Yeah. That, yeah, that having to, it just seems like a really not the best use of fang placement. No, it's not the best use of really, fang placement. I bet he, okay, you, were behind, humans. you were behind the door when fangs were handed out. <laughs> Got the back set. You go, yeah. we've finally got one set for the back left, mate. You're gonna have to take that. <laughs> Poor old brown tree snakes. I know they are quite cute. So no. that's it. But um, what else has happened? Have you got anything good? Okay. Isn't it funny when you try and think of the good stuff? It's actually um, sometimes. But you had a you did have a lovely day the other day where you got stuck in traffic for a trillion hours. This is a very funny story, actually. So. Um, my husband has gone away. He took my car, which is an okay car. It's, just a, it's a Mazda. It's a nice car. Yeah. It's a flash car. Well, it's not flash. But it's, I mean, it's, it's a Mazda. Ma- six, it's five. not a Maserati. It's nice enough, yeah. But it's not. It's not a heap of shit like the one that I drove <laughs> to this gig. So he has taken that. He has a very old ute and I had to drive to Brisbane. So for those of you, we're, we're in Mullumbimby. It's two hours from Brisbane on a Friday. And so I said to my son, can I take your car? Because he's got a little Hyundai Getz. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just going to be easier to drive in Brisbane traffic than the big four-wheel drive Yeah, of course. And so I get in it. It's There's spray cans in there because he does a bit of, you know, street art. Great. <laughs> Graffiti. There's an empty long neck VB bottle floating around. My God, there. you're it's already you're, disgusting. Yeah, you're Bogan mum. Yeah. Again, in the windscreen, I can't see through. You know when you push yeah. the thing on to do the water? There's what? no water. What is it with kids? Every time I've gotten to my kids' cars, you can't see through the window. It's not that hard to clean it. They don't know that you have to clean it. Oh I'm positive of it. How do they even see? So then you, I know. Then you know when you pull the wiper thing on to put the water and there's no water and the wipers go and just oh. smear all oh, the stuff it so it's it even worse. worse. So I had yeah. to stop at a servo and clean it and put water in there. Was it the servo where your son works? No. Oh, that's a shame because that would have been good. That would have been good, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, no. It was on the highway, a big servo. Anyway, so I'm on the way up and the traffic is terrible. I mean, So I'm in this heap of shit car and the traffic is terrible. And I am doing a gig for Bravehearts, which was really lovely. And I ring the hotel where it's at. It's the Emporium Hotel. It's a five-star hotel. Mm. And I ring them and say, look, my GPS says I'm going to get there at 20 past two. I'm supposed to be on stage at 2.40. I'm really freaking out. Uh, Can you tell me the best place to park my car? And he goes, we can valet park it for you for nothing because you're coming to do the charity gig. Great. Oh, no. That never happens, does you, it, Mandy? No. Did you explain never. to them? Yeah. I said to him, I'm in a really bad car. You know, my son's car. I told him the whole story. He was so uninterested. Yeah. He went, that's fine. Just drive Isn't in. Isn't it funny? Because when you tell stories like that to people, and we all do it, we're telling it for ourselves. And we know the other person is not interested. Care. Do you know I used to, as a kid, my mum, so she would have been my age, and I was, you know, 18 or something, and she would do it. We'd go to a, we'd, like, we'd go to a shop and her, you know, her purse would flip open and there would be a photo of her grandchild, you know, my yeah. sister's daughter. And and the purse, the young person at Woolworths or whatever hasn't even looked at it and she's gone, oh, yeah, that's my granddaughter. And <laughs> oh my <laughs> just God. start a would conversation. Oh, my God, that be so embarrassing. And I, would, I, and I used to say to my mum, mum, 
No one cares. Nobody cares about your granddaughter. Nobody cares if you've got grandkids. They don't care if you've had a good day. And she would say to me, not everybody is as awful as you, Ellen. (laughs) (laughs) And she's probably right. But I've turned into her because I know sometimes I've been with my kids and I've started saying stuff and when we walk away they just go, why do you have to tell everyone everything? You've got to tell them all the information. Why do you have to tell them everything? Anyway. It's so kind of funny, isn't it? Do you think, <laughs> now here's a big question at the Biscuit Tin, is the question, the meaning of life. Are you, and it's a question for you and for me, are, are you someone who seeks the attention or the approval of others? I'm asking myself that too. Mm-hmm. How important is that? Because I was having this conversation the other day and a friend of mine actually said that she noted that in herself and I went, oh, I'll have to have a think about myself. And I went, I think I do. Cause that's, well, I think everybody wants to be liked. You want to right? be liked but and you don't necessarily. See, some people are less give it. You know, some people are whole, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Because you did, exa- I would tell the story to person, someone about the car as well. Because I'd be a little bit embarrassed. I was really embarrassed. Can I finish? I'll tell yeah. you that. And while I'm think, while I'm talking about it, I'll think about it. I pull into this hotel, this five star yeah. hotel. That's so in front of me. There's an Audi and a Range Rover and a BMW. Oh no, it's getting worse. I'm in the gets. Yeah. The guy comes out in a suit with gloves on, <laughs> opens the door, <laughs> and I go, "I'm so sorry. It's my son's car. I'm really sorry that you even have to get in it." And he goes, "It's fine." I walk around the back of it and do this big double take. There's a giant fucking dick and balls on the back of it, (laughs) which I had drawn about a week ago. (laughs) Very embarrassing. And, of course, then they bring it back afterwards too. So it's not one bit of shame. It's two bits of shame. I just love the fact they bring it back with the dick and balls on the back. Still on the back. At the front of the hotel. I know. The dick and balls mobile. And I I wondered why I was driving on the highway and people were passing me and kind of smiling and really looking to see who's driving the car. And I'm like, wow, everyone's in a good mood today, driving to Brisbane. Got in my flash car. Are you in the Dick and Balls thing? I'm in the Dick and Balls mobile. Now, do I seek approval? I guess I do in certain cases. There, there are, I can honestly say in certain situations yeah. I really don't give a shit. Where are the times where you don't give a shit? Like I think I approval is funny. Is I don't like, give a shit when I'm at, if I'm at the gym. No. Or if I'm walking, you know, like I don't, you know how some sometimes you get those assholes who drive past and go, yeah, fat bitch, you know, as you're oh, walking yeah. or something, and I just go, I couldn't care less. Yeah. Um, I see, don't I, care about that stuff. See, I would wake up every day, when even when I go to the gym, I'll put lipstick on. Yeah, so you so were very weird, different in that way. Isn't it? And that's me. I think deep down that is in a sense of, and I'm quite comfortable not wearing makeup, but I mm. rarely would go out in this, I wouldn't go down the shops very rarely would I go down without makeup. Fuck, I do every day. Do you? Yeah. So I would say on the Richter, I reckon on that level, I'm definitely further up seeking approval. And I can say I do it for myself, but do I? Mm. I don't know. Um, because clearly I'm not, why would I be doing it for myself? Yeah. I've seen what I look like in the morning. With lipstick yeah. and without. Yeah, I'm, going, I'm doing it yeah. for myself. What? Because, you know, I, that's weird when you think about it, isn't yeah. it? Um, so that's. You know, in the seeking of approval, that that way, in the way we explain ourselves in those situations to people that don't give a shit. I'm only doing this because I, you know, yeah. usually I'll be over here, but that's and they're going, who cares? Yeah, just get out of here. And it does. Ha- I think it happens as you get older. Yeah. You know, like I'm, so I'm doing shit like my mum does, having little chats with people when I know they're completely disinterested. Although you let, although when you're younger, you're more worried about approval. 
You know, like when you're young. Yeah, but you're just you, so, so in that regard, you wouldn't speak to a shop assistant because someone might see you speaking to a shop assistant. Yeah, you wouldn't do it. Yeah, you're going <laughs> like, oh, my funny God. funny how it changes. Yeah, it totally changes. And then later, it's interesting, isn't it, the things that you actually, you know, like, for instance, it's our house cleaning thing. It's the fact if someone comes over to your house yeah. and it's messy, can you resist saying, oh, I'm so sorry I haven't cleaned up? Never. Yeah, me either. No. And some, I can't even let you go into my bathroom, can I? No, I remember you said to me one day, what the fuck do your kids do in there that you're so worried about me seeing? Because every time Mandy comes in, I go, hang on, just let me check the bathroom before you go in there. Come on, do they paint the dick and balls made out of poo or something? I'm going, what is in there that you're so worried about? Um, Don't flush the toilet. It's kind of a good thing to try and do in that sort of sense is to set yourself a goal whenever it's when someone comes out for a week, not... Because, you know, I'm on a cleanse, right? Yeah. Which is just, you know, for my body. Yeah. But what if in the cleanse you actually did something where you go, okay, for one week, whenever someone comes over and the house is how it is, I'm not going to make an excuse and stop yourself doing it. Mm. That would be like doing a um, behaviour cleanse. Yeah. Because I do that too. And I, I feel like I've got um, Mick and um, Nikki arriving today. Oh, they're staying? Yeah. Yeah. And lucky I went, and I remember thinking, thank God the cleaners are come. That'll be done. The bathroom's clean. And then I went and spruced up the outside. Like, why did I do that? I think they're going to come in and go, I went to Mandy's house, but wow, her outside area in there did a sweep. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Yeah, that I know. That kind of stuff's weird. Oh, but I also think part of it for me when someone's it's coming nice. to stay, I want to make it nice for them. Yeah, you, you know, do. Like where but we're, it's already where nice. Like it's actually nice where yeah. it is. I know it is, yeah. But, but it's you kind of – but it's okay if you've got heaps of time, but when you don't have much time and you bust your guts to do something, that's the, um, you know, that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's a bit silly. Christmas Day. Oh, yeah. That's the worst for all of that. People yeah. go nuts. That's it's why they're much. angry. They fight. Mm-hmm. Women's blood pressure goes through the roof. Yeah. Trying to get it perfect. Yeah, I didn't do that last year. I was really proud of myself last year. I just went, I did the Hello Fresh Christmas thing. So I didn't oh. even, I had no choice in what we were eating. They just sent it. And I went, great, I'll cook that. What was it? Well, there was a small ham yeah. and there were some. Oh, did it come in a little brown bag? And No, it came in a little plastic bag and you still had to score it and make a honey glaze. Oh, right, glaze but I mean it came in the HelloFresh brown bags. Oh, yeah, they came in the HelloFresh brown bags. Yeah. <laughs> and just, I don't know why. It just seems like a really sad Christmas, like the little HelloFresh, the little bag. <laughs> I didn't care. With the little ham in it. And yeah. I'll just sit in my little house and I'll just. It's kind of cute because that's like a COVID Christmas with you. Because like getting, I feel like when I get the HelloFresh, I've had the rations delivered. Yeah, right. You still getting them? Yeah, I am. Oh, I've got to get well, rid of them. I haven't you got rid of them yet? I can't work out how to do it. <laughs> and I get three bags every three weeks, and it's also oh, not every week. No, not every week. How right. often do you do it? I, don't, well, I do it every week, unless I'm not going to be here, and then I skip it. Right. I don't even know how you do it. I don't even know how to get. It. I'm on. I'm the kind of person they want because you know how to use the app, and you can yeah. go on and off. But I'm. I'm just getting these bags. Delivered. And you're not even choosing. What Some you're of them are, I'm giving them away. Some are going off in the fridge uncooked. Oh yeah, that's it's not costing good. me. Okay, hundred and forty dollars a month. As soon as we finish recording, I'll sort that out for yeah. you. That's great. Yeah, I will. I'm, see, that I'm seeking the approval of HelloFresh. <laughs> or the non-approval. To, do you know it's actually really hard to do? That's another thing. It's hard to admit when you don't know how to do something. Mm. Like Only I, with some people, I reckon. 
Some people make fun of you mm. if you don't know how to do it. Mm. Or you just want to appear more superior. I've often. Have you ever done that thing where you pretend you know what a word means but you actually don't know what it means? And I used to someone, do that a lot and now I actually go, I've never heard that word. What and is I'll, that? I'll be honest most of the time but occasionally, like I was talking to Dr Carl yesterday in an interview and he said, you know what something is? And I went, oh, yeah. And I went, no. No. <laughs> When I just lied to Dr. Gull, if he finds <laughs> out in this conversation, he's going to really take the piss out of me because um, he takes the piss out of you the whole time when you chat to him in a fun um, yeah. in a fun way. And I realised I went, I lied to Dr. Carl. I didn't know what I didn't know what he's talking about. I can't even remember what the word oh. was, but I just you know why? Because I didn't want him to explain it to me. Because if, if I told him, oh, he yeah. would have explained it. And I thought we've got. 20 minutes left to go on this interview, he, ta- he took 40 minutes to answer the first question. Yeah. Um, if he explains this. Um, Imagine if it was a made-up word. <laughs> and then he's gone, do you know what that means? And you go, yeah. yeah and yeah, then he yeah. just gets a kick out of that. Yeah, oh, probably does. How's this? Sounds really science-y. <laughs> that's yeah, that's funny. true. That's funny. All but right. what about when people on Facebook are talking about approval, is that when people say something nasty to you, like sometimes I'll get people say lots of nasty things and every now and then someone will just be mean. I'd ru- Sometimes I prefer when people are just horribly abusive and call me fat and ugly, but when someone's just really mean, sometimes I'm a bit like, mm. oh, mm. makes you feel horrible. Yeah, I don't, I don't really get too much of that, but I don't, I don't sort of put myself out there the way you do. Yeah. Um, and you know, a couple of times on our Women Like Us, and see that selfie challenge for me was horrendous. Were you waiting for someone to say something horrible to you? A couple of people did. What they, you know, oh, oh, yeah. There was a couple of things, you know, I can't even remember what <gasps> they were now. Someone said to me the other day, Ellen, oh, no. <laughs> they sent me a message and they said, uh, you're really smart. It would be great if you got rid of that whole blonde bimbo thing. Oh, no. <laughs> and I just wrote back, that's really funny because it's actually how I look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a terrible one. Who's says that. I know. And I went, oh, she, and she goes. She oh, it was a really, woman. Yeah, it was a yeah. woman. And she goes, oh, she goes, great, love you. And I went, oh, that was an okay. unusual thing to say. But you did go, you go, oh, I wasn't sure what she was saying. Yeah, that's mean. So that's just felt, mean. Felt a bit, you know. Yeah. You know, felt. On Twitter sometimes I get stuff. Like I had, um, I once commented on Boris Johnson's hair and it, all I said was, if, his hair, if he actually goes to a hairdresser to get that hairdo, then she is the fucking best because look at what she's charging to do, right? Something like if he doesn't cut his own hair. Anyway, I got a few, only, only guys coming back to me. One of them goes, one of them goes, um, oh, with those teeth, you're a fine one to talk about physical attributes. Ellen. <laughs> I know. And I'm like. Physical. How much did he zoom in on your photos? It's not obviously like... a lot. He was a big Boris. He was a big Boris oh, lover. Isn't it funny when people want to, they want to get in there and put the foot in, put the yeah. boot into you, yeah, and they no. go, "Yeah, let's." Well, we got this woman here. Nah, nah, nah. nah. Oh, oh, fuck, there you go. She's got crooked teeth. Fucking crooked teeth. I'm going in. I'm going in with the crooked teeth. Okay. How about this? How about this? You're a fine one to talk with your crooked teeth. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fucking boom. Yeah, I know. They got you. They got me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and and a few times. But did you go, was there a part of you that went, did you get like even a tiny bit that went, oh, a little bit hurt? Yeah. And did it make you feel self-conscious about your crooked teeth? Well, I've always been self-conscious about them. He knew. 
It might have been Alex. That's your husband. It's funny when you think what yourself, yeah, the self-conscious, like there'll be something that you have. Um, and, and just the smart-ass things sometimes get to me, you know, like you'll say something and they'll, they'll just have a smart-ass comment back to you because I think the problem with social media too is a lot of people who follow you on social media think they know you. Yeah. And so they think that you can be, and being a comedian, they think they can really say some kind of shitty things, don't they? Oh, people say some horrible, really weird things. Even One, after shows. Yeah, and one guy had been saying stuff to me. I, he always he's on every feed I have and he's always making comments and they're really nasty. And I've known him for a long time around here and I just ignore it or I'll say something. And one day I just went, do you ever get tired of being an asshole? Because <laughs> uh, it doesn't appear like you do. Yeah. <laughs> like it, and then he got <laughs> deleted the comment because what he'd written was really mean. Like yeah. going, you know, it's some people just, I don't know whether people get the, the real mean. Like I... I can be funny as you can, but I find it hard. I, I don't go out to be mean to people. Never, you never. Know. Oh, except someone like Boris Johnson. Like they're up for it. Who? And as if he's ever even going to hear something that? Do you, am I the only person that said something about his hair? I don't think so. I know, and it's that's like what I thought scarecrow. when I wrote something about Kevin Rudd and then got a letter in the Echo from Kevin Rudd. <laughs> Well, I'm still waiting on my letter from Boris Johnson. About his hair. About his hairdresser. All right. Well, that's know. been our biscuit tin that's this our week. Tin. I like it. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? It's like, like a little bit of a biscuit tin. tin, a bit of a shake-up. Maybe next week we'll bring a tin and we'll shake it. Are you going to hear the biscuits? Ooh, sound effects. And the thing is, we could play um, Guess This Biscuit. <laughs> I don't think we could do that. I'm not buying biscuits. No, because I'm going to eat them all. You, you won't will. eat them I'll because go you're the old I'm cleanser. I'm on the cleanse. How long is that going for? Three years. No, <laughs> it's going for three weeks. Oh, wow. I'm up day five. five days. Oh, that's good. It's supposed to be having like three poos a day. I just Are did. You? I just did one. No. I think I'm not. Well, I'm doing more than usual. really does because you're having a lot of fruit and vegetables and lots and lots of water. Yeah. And you're pretty well... Just so, what's for dinner? Like a bowl of steamed veggies, uh, or you can have olive oil. So you can bake okay. them. You can oh, there's, there's a whole lot of options. Ellen. Oh, the way you can you cook can your bake veggies. Them, you can. <laughs> I made you a, could put them in the George Foreman. I know. I made a really <laughs> great salad today. Okay, yeah. veggie with, salad with, with roast vegetable salad with lots of with you know kind of seeds that have been uh, kind of put cooked with mushrooms and tamari and put that all on the top. Nice. It's actually a much better salad than I'd usually make. Yeah. You know when you're doing it, you really make yeah. a good salad? And in the first week, you're really into it. And the second week, yeah. And then by the third week, you're going, I am so sick of salad. Yeah. And veggies. But, you know. Well, good on you. Yeah, it's good. I'm, I'm off the dairy. Ah. I might stay off the dairy. I might. I'm trying to go to the oat milk. I love oat milk in my coffee. Mm, see, there I've you been go. doing the oat milk for a while. I went for a coffee with my friend Nikki and she said, I have an oat milk latte. And I went, what's that? I'm going to have one too. I liked it. Sometimes depends on the oat milk that you buy. Sometimes it does taste like porridge. Yeah, it's like too you, oaty. Yeah, you take. It's like you're having a caffeine flavored cup of porridge. I bought some very top shelf oat milk for a carton one liter, seven ninety nine. Wow, Where I know was that from. That was from the IGA. That's mm. a lot of money for the oat milk. It's a fully organic. It's like it's from the biggest oats, oh, the best oats there okay. are. See, I just buy the Long Life. I do. It's a bit cheaper. You can get organic, preservative free, yeah, but it's the good. long life and it's... It's not in the fridge section. No. It's got no preservatives in it. All no. right. Well, I don't know. Has it? Long life? It's got preservatives? It's called long life. <laughs> it's 
Got to have preservatives. <laughs> what the fuck you think? I've got a long life. Well, unless they put it in there and they seal it because it goes off in oh, five what? days they or something. Oh, they call it long life. Yeah. And you go, fuck, call it long life. No, I reckon they've got something in there. They just say organic and preservative free. Oh, well, maybe it's just, I don't they know. They just seal it in there. Maybe that's what it is. Don't know. I don't know how they All have right. the long life. That's interesting. Well, that's something, that's a bit of homework we can do. We can find a good oat milk to talk about at the biscuit gin next week. <laughs> oh, my God. People are going to be just like fucking going crazy rating us. wait. <laughs> oh, wow. <Yeah. laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. See you next week at the biscuit tin. See you then. Hey, thanks for listening. Hey, you can like us and rate us wherever you're listening. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podcast Republic. It really makes a difference. We're not sure how it makes a difference, no. but it really does make a difference. It gets us out there well, even actually, more. I don't even have a clue how it makes a difference. No, but, you know. I don't know, but that's what they tell us to Who say. Who are these people that rate? <laughs> the podcast raters. <laughs> <laughs> We're produced by us. And our original woman like us music is written and performed by Gian and Simon, so thanks to them. We'll be back next week. I'm Ellen. I'm Mandy. We're, We're women, women like, like us. us.